Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, listeners. And congratulations. You've just been elected as Cahirlock of Wexford County Council for the forthcoming year. What does it mean to you? Ah, sure, it means everything. It means everything to me and, and to family. I think it's, it's a huge honour and a, a huge honour for the family and for the year ahead. And um, I'd just like to say that I hope my parents are looking down and, and, and smiling at, at the events. And it's, 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 a wonder, it's a wonderful honour to receive and I'm, I'm humbled by it. And I mean, you have spent a lifetime in politics and a lifetime in, in public life here in Wexford. Just to, to, for the benefit of people who want to know a little bit more about John Fleming, your journey into politics began when? My journey uh, began, I suppose, 2014 was my first election. Now, again, I was involved in local issues and I wasn't really happy with what was going on with information and stuff. And I just happened to throw the word that I would stand in the next election just to see what's going on. And I didn't really mean I had any intention. But uh, my family got on to me and then John Brown uh, heard about it and John Brown got on my case. And I stood the election, got elected and uh, I got re-elected in, in 2019 to where, to where I am now. And I mean, all throughout the various tributes that were being paid to you as you were elected as Cahir, look, there was constant reference to your world of business that you uh, are involved in, which is auctioneering and, 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 and housing, etc. But also sport and, and your love of sport. And many people said that you were quite a fiery hurler on the hurling pitch. Are you going to be fiery in the chamber? Oh, that's, that's an office statement to make. <laughs> Might as well uh, cut to the chase. And yes, yes. I suppose my experience in the chamber is that when I had something to say, I said it. I did I didn't hold back and I suppose I said it with passion and that's the way I suppose I, 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 I donned the hurling fields as well I always wanted to win and I was hugely determined and I suppose I'm, I'm the same way I'm the same character, the same personality and I, I will be driving my pints home uh, uh, which initially your very first point you made was that you, you gave the impression that in no way would you be bowing to the council that you it, it would, would be expecting from them the highest standards can you just share that comment with the listeners what you actually said John? I, I suppose I said something in, in the region of that uh, if, I'll go on well with the executive if, if, they, if they take my advice. And, you know, I want to, to, to make the year productive. And that's, that, that's my biggest aim. And I want to be listened to. And, and I say, I have the experience, thank God, of being an auctioneer. So I know about planning, I know about development, I know about buildings. So I, I really wanted to push on there like that. The like of an advanced factory for New Ross, that's something that's been lingering there for many, many years and it's slipping through our fingers for various reasons. Uh, and I just want to get that built this year I want, and then go to chase the likes of that every week and why do you think it's slipping through our fingers this uh, advance it often happens we'll say even in the Wexford County Council that three or four people might be involved and one person thinks one person is doing something the other thinks the other an architect could be waiting on a director or wherever and next thing is left and holidays are taken and it's kind of half forgotten about and left on the long finger and I find the more things are left people lose interest hmm. you know and, and it's, but you have to progress you have to keep things going and I'm going to look at it my, my aim is to just push this on, that there's no gaps, that if information is, is looked for, that is received straight away and dealt with. And that's the way to progress things. Do you think things move too slowly? Yeah, I think it, it fell between two stools, I think. That was, that was the biggest thing. And, and always delay is a killer. And you had, during those times too, you had like COVID, you had prices rising, everything was going the wrong way. Design. I think design should be a simple thing enough. You should have a, a general draft of drawings, and those should be specified and dealt with, uh, and make it more streamlined. 
I sense within the chamber frustration from some of the councillors there that, that, that things move far too slowly. As Cahirlik of the council, does it become your role to, to make things move quicker? And I've touched on that just a few moments ago as well. And there's also a fear that if you step on the wrong toes, you could be penalised. In other words, you won't get something across the line. So how do you ensure that the councillors who are voted in by the people of Wexford and they're going for election again next year, that what they're requiring, what they're requesting actually does get across the line? Yeah, well, I suppose... That- that's I suppose why we have our monthly meetings so the, 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 the executive are accountable that's why we have debates in our, in our monthly meetings, it's to sort those things out to keep things moving, I suppose when you come from we'll say the private sector things are done differently, if, you, if you're an auctioneer or something you have to get stuff over the line and that could mean working 7 days a week all hours until the job is done right. maybe in the public service is different and, and I know that in fairness to them they're hand strung with certain things the way they have to follow yeah. procedures, you know with tendering and stuff like that that delay all public stuff, you know will be scrutinised and I suppose they have to have everything above board and everything tendered and everything everything and, right. And John, if you push too hard as a councillor, mm. you push too hard and uh, it doesn't go down well, are you put to the back of the queue? I don't think so. You, you would ha- you have to fight your case. That's why I'm saying to you, I'm firing the council for that reason. You have to fight your case and fight it fairly and fight it with facts. And then when you come to the meetings, I think the executive are accountable. They are the public. You're at, you, you go to the I meetings do. yourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yesterday. So yeah. you observe them, what's going on and you have to fight your case and it's as simple as that. So now, outline what your priorities are. You outlined them yesterday. Um, they won't be lost in people because a lot of people will agree with the priorities that you've outlined, but I'd like you to kind of prioritise them. What are they? Well, I suppose we all talk about housing. We have up to 3,000 people, including HAP, on our waiting list at the moment. And we are tackling that in different ways. But I, I really annoyse me when I go to town and see so much derelict houses. You go up a street full of derelict, unused housing. And, you know, I think we should be doing more on that on that front. We should maybe... We have a, a, a vacant home office, but maybe someone else to go there every week to go to our towns every week to go up the streets to try and find out who the owners are and if they don't want the property put them on the market or sell them to the council and have a report coming to all our monthly meetings of, of progress and I know people mention CPO and that but that, that's not simple what you want to do is make contact with the owners ask them what are they going to do either do them up re-let them or put them on the market. Just don't have them there, sitting there. And what can happen then, they can fall down. Someone can, a uh, window can get broken. People could hang out there, fire or start, and, or, or even just go to dereliction. And ends up then with the bill with Wexford County Council. And it also, people wouldn't, would not know this, but they're also taking up sewage capacity. Hmm. And what else have you prioritised? Well, I just mentioned uh, um, about uh, Tier 1 there also in Ross Lear, that we really have to get Ross Lear, uh uh, port up to tier one status, make it the top uh, one of the top ports in 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 the country. I think that that's really essential now, especially with the new road and all. And they also mentioned as regards housing about sites. So service sites is an important one for me. I think it's overlooked a little bit. That um, we say like New Ross, there's no large private developments going on there. Well, Wexford County Council, for instance, could get planning permission for sites and sell individual sites. They could sell maybe a bunch of them or a, a few houses to a developer, but also sell individual sites to a young couple who want to build their own house. And, and this could also be done, we'll say, in villages also where they have land mm. and where they have uh, uh, their own land and where they can get planning there and either sell a little development of 10 houses or sell sites. It's not an easy job as a being chair. You acknowledged your predecessor um, uh, you were fulsome in your praise of the role he had played because of course he, he, he played a huge part in, in bringing the flag to Wexford as well. Um, 
just an acknowledgement of the predecessor and those who have gone before, what do you say to them? Oh yeah, they'll all tell you it's, it's a very, it's an honour, but also a very difficult role. They've been pulled and dragged every way, and and. Uh, you're, 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 you're being contacted I'm, I'm being contacted this morning already about issues you know hmm. and trying to manage meetings and get things over the line and, and it's a full and anybody talk about it work wise is a full time job I can't see how people work another job with it a full time job with it I work I work an auctioneer but I work for myself so I, I have very little on my books so I have moved back step back a bit in that regard because the year is so busy and even I find the ordinary years so busy and, and, and so time consuming that you I mean you're working six or seven days a week you can't go to the weekend without getting issues you have to have the pen and paper with you yeah. that's Saturday that's how you used to see it matches that matches go to the shop go to the church you're always being approached mm-hmm. and I mean it's, it's a full time job in that manner your, your family were there with you yesterday mm. yes um, have you, I mean you acknowledged them mm-hmm. there was a, 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 a large number of people uh, people are going to wish you well with this mm-hmm. but it's also it's a, it's a difficult time isn't it there's a lot going on in this county that needs to be addressed oh there is there is I suppose the, what I look at is there's a good lot of work after being done. We always want more. But for example, our town in Euros, Euros has been transformed. I mean, that's the closest town to me. That's my, my district. But I think Euros is in the huge uh, part of transformation at the moment. You know, we have a, what we have done there. I think the Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy Bridge is wonderful. But the two ring roads don't be acknowledged there. Where yeah. no one transported is there. Oakland is there. And the, 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 the roundabout at um, Manon's. They're huge uh, advantages. And you have the like a Johnstown business hub. That'll, that'll be fantastic when it opens. There's going to be an, up, an outdoor cafe. Yeah a nice walk back to town out of it you're looking at a Michael Murphy building where we'll hold a Norman Centre another right. big advantage for tourism I mean it's often not mentioned too about uh, the Dunbrody famine ship there and the, the visitor centre that, that attracts up to 60,000 visitors you know yeah. I mean intend to improve that make it a top destination and that'll have a spill off into town too OK and I mean people will uh, admire your, your, your commitment to New Ross but now as Cahirlock you have to be fully committed to the county and uh, will, is that the way you plan to be fully committed to the county, not just New Ross. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the county chair, you know, from, from, from Gorey to Hookhead or Blackwater to Buntlody. You know, you have to look at all areas. I want to bring it all along. Gorey, I suppose, is awfully looking in in, on its location. It's now, with the roads being so good, it's now commuter distance of Dublin. Mm-hmm. So that itself is a huge benefit, you know. Right. Wish you well for the future, John. I, I have a funny feeling that it's going to be a, a, an interesting first meeting <laughs> and many more meetings to come. And to be honest with you, those meetings are never dull, are they? No, there's no point in being coming there if it's not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but a, a bit of fire. <laughs> A bit of fire. When's your first one? When when do you take over? Uh, next month, really. July will be the first one. And uh, yeah, in, into the fire then. And off, and off we go. I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to it. I mean, whatever we are, we all want what's best for, best for Wexford. Different parties, different ideas. But we all want what's best for the, for, 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 for the county. We all wear the purple and gold. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.